And only reason I got that job is because like I now have a lot of education and intelligence in a lot of different fields from wiring to installation to HVAC stuff to carpentry skills um, to like welding and plumbing and I can really do any anything that's needed on a house. Better have clicked over. Better click right yeah, over from, you from part have. two. I know who you are. I'm coming for you. If you, I, yep. Go yeah, you guys don't know, but we can. We can see who listens and who can't. Just mm, kidding. We can just see kidding. total number. <laughs> Which we need to step our numbers up. Fucking share our stuff, man. Yeah. Send us five stars. We're yeah. not doing it for money. We're doing it because we love it. But we love you. During the break, hi. Um, <laughs> Caleb actually didn't give Clay a full tour of the bus. Um. And he just did. And so, uh, what do you think of your first schooly tiny home? I love it. Experience. I love it. Neely, get on board. I know you listen and get on board. We we can we can definitely get one of these, and we live out the rest of our lives as happy as can be. We can have as many kids or dogs, whatever you want, dude. Like, there's one family that has seven kids. Whoa, that's nine people in that's a bus. Too, I think yeah, that's probably that might little, be a little bit too. Little. So and. Just could put a couple of them outside, you'd be all right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Rooftop tent. Yeah, it's y'all. Y'all's two turn to go outside. Go, go. Uh, and to put this into a uh, different perspective, um, our bus is only thirty-five feet long. A full-size bus is forty foot. Oh wow! So you got an extra so five foot. Of- you can add an extra five foot of space. Wow. Yeah, so- that, I could definitely like nearly get on board. I can definitely feel it. Like, see myself. I think it's pretty eye-opening. For nobody that's seen one, but definitely, if you've never been in one, and you actually get the, like, what Caleb just did, just the walkthrough of, like, let me show you everything I've done, and I would say Caleb's is, like, badass with all the solar work that he's done, all the water, like, the plumbing work that he's done, what he can have for energy, um, just everything that he was just showing us. It's literally all you would need. And when you get to walk through it, and if you're on the verge of, man, I hate this corporate world. I just want to travel and do this stuff. I think you'd have a real tough time of, like, having the walkthrough and then saying, no, this doesn't make sense. Or not even, like, the corporate world, though. Just normal, yeah. Yeah, because now, like, so many people working remote thanks to COVID. Like, that is probably the best thing that came out of COVID. Mm -hmm. Uh, Is so many people are working from wherever they choose to work from. And especially, like, in my case, like, if I wanted to go buy a house right now and I was working from home doing a $1,500 a month mortgage, like, diving into something like that, you know, like, why, why, if doing a bus is a lot more appealing in that standpoint because you mm-hmm. can go travel and do what you wanted to do and explore places, and then you don't have to worry about that $1,500 rent that you're just shoveling into somebody else's pocket. Right. And if you're already working from home anyways, then you don't have to, you don't have to be in a particular area. Correct. Yeah. No, I mean, you get the freedom to go to the West Coast, to go up to Michigan, like you mentioned, to go down to Florida, to go to Yellow, Utah. Yellow Springs, Iowa, or uh, Yellow Springs, Ohio. It's a cute little town. Shout out to Yellow Springs. Yeah. It's in the <laughs> middle of nowhere, but it's a cute little artsy town in the middle of Ohio. Heck yeah, dude. Yeah. I mean, it's... I could definitely see the... I mean, I know I have the appeal to this kind of lifestyle, kind of... And I don't know if I'd... I probably wouldn't do it full time. But I can definitely feel the appeal at 26 years old with no kids. Yeah. Like 100%. Yeah. yeah. 
I told Tessa, um, even with our real estate, like we're trying to invest in the real estate and do that stuff. I think after I got your like walkthrough when you were pretty much done with it, Caleb, I was like, man, we could do some smaller ones or even some of these same size and just rent those out for people that, that want the experience and go drive. You smiling because you thought about doing that? So it's talking about like things that I'm working towards. There's a lot to In unfold yeah. with all that. Um, and that is basically one of the ideas. So if you're talking about using one of these like part-time, like our bus right now, if you were to buy it, you're looking somewhere between like basically like $90,000. But ours is decked out as nice as you could possibly get. We've got a bunch of solar power, so you don't have to worry about energy consumption. It sleeps six. Um, we have a tile bathroom and shower, compost. We have a bunch of onboard water. So you can basically be parked in the woods for like two weeks at a time and only have to drive in to get groceries and water. Um, so, but. So you said about like if you wanted something like your bus. Yeah. You're looking at $100,000. Yeah. So. But that's fully customized right, fully to your customized needs. Fully customized to your needs, everything. So explain to someone then. And that's your house. Explain to someone that's, then why, what makes sense to do this versus like an RV um, or a motor coach or something. That's probably around the same amount of money. But, oh, yeah. Be, but personally, um, this appeals more to me than like a big motor coach or an RV. Uh, but what's the what's the actual So reason? I think the easiest way of like distinguishing that is if you – and you have to go – and, and see like our bus or somebody else's bus to, to know this and like fortunately enough there's actually a tiny home festival coming up in June it's United United Tiny Homes I believe in or Nashville where's supposed that? to be in Nashville I, I don't believe they've there. like defi- de- defined a location specifically but it's called United Tiny Homes and they have a Facebook page um, that you can go and, and see that on and, and it's kind Clay's of like looking at me we plugging them plug them i want to be there oh want to be there. <laughs> yeah we should there, yeah. we should go yeah so, definitely yeah that sounds awesome i mean there's there's multiple tiny home festivals throughout the nation so you can go and physically see one and see what it feels like but if you walk in my bus and then and then immediately walk into an rv you can physically feel the difference in the materials and how it's made and just just what you feel like when you walk into it like everything in my bus is real it's solid. It's it's real Butcher wood. Butcher block countertops, people. We've got bamboo flooring. We've got real insulation. Like our insulation is is basically the, uh, like an R15. So like for anybody understanding, like you, what you get in an RV is like R3. Mm-hmm. What you get in a house in Tennessee is like R22 to R25. It's almost so, like a damn house level. Yeah, I mean, we today when we started, it was 85 degrees outside. I, I had driven the bus for 30 minutes. The engine was cooking. And now we're all been in here for like an hour and a half. Oh, I'm I'm chilling now. Oh, yeah. that's nice. I'm, I'm, I love it. Yeah, yeah. especially so, when we just walked out and you gave us a tour. We walked back in. I was like, poof! It's like that nice, damn. Yeah, AC I mean, just it feels you. like you're walking into a home. Yeah. Um, and you don't get that. I mean, and and we're running off solar. So fully solar sufficient. Like my laptop and the our audio interface right now for the podcast. We're plugged into the bus. Hashtag sustainability. Go ahead. Yeah. And the air conditioning is <laughs> running at 66 degrees. And the refrigerator running and like all the lights. So everything's self-sufficient. But if you walk into an RV, like one, you're not set up to be off-grid. Two, it's not designed and, and, and insulated as well. Um, and the materials, like if you get angry enough, you could punch through the table. Like nobody would even dare punch through our butcher block countertop. Because it's all real stuff yeah, and it's solid. It'd be yeah. stupid for them for them to do that. Yeah, go ahead. 
Um, <laughs> so like, I think that's the biggest difference between an RV and a bus is what you can actually, how you feel when you're in them and then the customization behind it. Like there are a lot of different layouts for RVs um, and you can probably find one that fits your needs. But for us, we were able to design every little inch. Yeah. So like, I would feel much more proud being in this than I would like a big motor coach RV or whatever. Yeah. So honestly, like I walk, I've walked into plenty of them, especially with working for Hankook. I had to go to those big events. I mean, they're charging, they're charging way more than this too. I mean, holy shit! I walked into uh, motor coaches that are like nine hundred thousand dollars, seven hundred thousand dollars, and don't get me wrong, they look great, but man, you don't have to look very far before you're like, this shit is just like ink printed on some cardboard yeah. just about right so and oh my god the loss in value on those things ridiculous yep. some of the most heavily depreciated items that you can ever purchase i mean if you're going to buy a used like let's say 10 year old rv that's the equivalent of um sleeping capacity like six six people um with what ours like a like dollar a comparable figure uh or comparable rv for our bus um probably close to 80 to 90 grand mm-hmm. yep. for a used one that's got decent miles on them and the other appealing part behind a bus is it's designed to carry children so it is super super safe you can roll these things upside down and they won't crumble um everybody in the world can work on them because it's a school bus and there's billions rolling out the nation and it's the there's a cummins motor there's a caterpillar motor, there's a detroit motor um so it's not very high-tech stuff and they just keep taking along. Right. Yeah. It's pretty interesting. And then so you um unfolding into, you know, you built this and it and it took a, took you longer than you expected, right? Around 2 years it took you to build this. But Yeah, I was a, I was foolish and thought I could do it in like 3 months. But you learned you had to learn every single like trade skill set going through it, right? The carpentry, the cutting, the the welding. You had to teach yourself how to weld, then you had to do the plumbing, the electrical work. You did everything on this bus. You did everything. So then you get done with the bus. You're, you're making your revenue in video, videography, um, doing great films. Um, I've seen, I think, a, a lot of, of what you have done. Uh, what what You saw it as an avenue of, okay, I can do this for other people. Um, the bus, did you see it as a, as a need or something that somebody wanted? Is that what you're doing now? You're doing school bus builds? Uh, so yes, that is what I'm doing. So when I started doing the school bus, I did it because I was cheap and didn't want to pay somebody to do something. And it was, if I pay somebody to do it, then it wouldn't be the financial decision we were hoping for. We were hoping to be in this thing for like $20,000 and we were just over that at 30,000 for the entire build, 4,000 of which was the bus. Um, but that being said, we also decided to go AC, uh, have air conditioning all the time and Billy be fully self-sufficient. So we decided to drop an extra $6,000 on or in a lot of power that way I don't have to worry about things um, so doing the build I learned a lot and within that I actually got this job um, as a basically like a carpenter's assistant working for this guy in, in Franklin Tennessee and only reason I got that job is because like I now have a lot of education and intelligence in a lot of different fields from wiring to installation to HVAC stuff, to carpentry skills, um, to like welding and plumbing, and I can really do any anything that's needed on a house. So they hired me to basically help this carpenter, and, and that was a big learning curve because there's a like I didn't think you could actually buy perfection, but you can, <laughs> and it just takes a really long time. 
um, and a lot of a lot of attention to detail. So that being said, it, it opened my eyes on how I was doing things on my build, which is thankfully why it turned out to be as nice as it is. Um, so I got that job as the uh, uh, carpenter's assistant, which then turned into project management because of my discount tire history. And then so that had been my job, my regular income for a good while. Um, and then I started edit- editing videos on the side and then like, okay, I'm still documenting our bus build, trying to finish it as quickly as I possibly can. And then within doing that, a couple of people had seen our videos and were like, hey, can you come out and help us? Sorry, there was a boat over next to the Cumberland River in downtown Nashville. Oh, it, just, wow. it just honked its air horn. Um, so That's how close we can get to the city in this damn schoolie. Yeah. <laughs> Don't have to pay millions of dollars <laughs> yeah. to get that Nashville real estate. Yeah. <laughs> Having buildings out the window right now. Yeah. Um, so uh, after documenting the YouTube stuff or documenting the building on YouTube, um, people started reaching out to me like, hey, can you help me with this little project in our bus? And I was like, yeah, sure. Like, I, I need money. I can help you. Mm-hmm. And I just would shoot them a number and they'd agree to it. And then um, it just kept happening and happening. And then. Uh, it just started to unfold and one guy was like hey I can't afford you to do the entire build but I can afford you to do um, like 80% of it I was like cool yeah I could do that and then I'm like uh, started to work on that one and then that started to unfold of hey we've had our bus for a year and a half and this one guy has had it and not made any progress on it and now that's progressed into hey can you do the entire build and I'm like yes I definitely can and understanding the trades market and kind of like trying to price myself appropriately is now turned into a very viable source of income for me and my family. So much so that I, when I market myself, I tried to accompany uh, hiring somebody and getting things done more efficiently and quicker. And so now I'm in the process of trying to fully establish a business with hiring guys and doing the whole LLC things and tax deductions. And did you know you can buy a uh, Mercedes G wagon? And because it's in like a class 127, you can deduct it 100%. Wow. No, I didn't. Maybe we need to look at it for the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> for so, business purposes or only. Or you can, uh, they encourage, from what I understand so far, if you lease a vehicle, you can like lease it through your business. Mm-hmm. And if you lease it, it's 100% uh, tax deduction. But if you're only, but if you buy it, you can only like deduct the taxes on it or something like that. Yeah. Once you start opening those LLCs and start like buying stuff for your business, dude, you'd be surprised how much stuff you can start writing off. So yep. I can lease yeah. a vehicle through my business. And then when it goes to turn it in, I can buy it back from the lease, basically from my company because they have the, like, I have the first rights to buy it. I can buy it back as an individual at market value appreciation. So I'm getting a... So you can write off everything that you spent on leasing it. Yes. But then you can just... So basically you can say, I'm going to take a new vehicle, lease it. I'm going to drive the cost down on the damn thing, write off everything that I did for leasing it so I don't have to pay for taxes and that'll deduct. And now I'm going to buy it for what a used vehicle would be worth. Yep. And you had it its whole life though. Yep. So I know it from the beginning. Or so, so I know the vehicle's history from the beginning, and uh, yeah, so I think right, right now my attention to detail and understanding stuff is trying to, like, there's ways of becoming wealthy, and it's doing things that will make you a bunch of money. You gotta educate yourself. But then I think a good six, I'd say 40% of it 
is understanding the game mm-hmm. and understanding the systems. There's definitely a game to be had there, and that's why so many millions and billionaires are able to like have everything tax free. Like you, people are always asking, "Oh, they're making billions of dollars and they don't have to pay anything in taxes." Like that's messed up. It's like, well, they know how to play the game. Yeah, and that's why they're able to pay zero dollars in taxes because they know and they have people that they pay good money to to play the game for them, mm-hmm. and that's how they're able to pay no dollars in taxes. Hundred yep. percent. So, and I mean, you know, the I will say this: the tax structure that the United States have, and this is going on a complete whole another tangent, but I'm a finance person and I kind of enjoy the financial parts of things. But the tax structure for the United States is set up in a way to incentivize people to own businesses. Um, it's not specifically for individuals that don't make enough money. It's set up so that people are incentivized to make businesses and to create jobs because that's something that the government cannot do. Um, so a lot of people are like, oh, this is not fair. Well, it's not a fair structure. It's an incentive structure. That's why. So. That's my little two cents, but y'all go ahead. Almost put me to sleep. <laughs> oh man, Come on, man. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You make a lot man. of money doing understanding that kind of I'm stuff. I'm just kidding. Man. I know. I'm trying to educate myself on that actually more. Yeah, because um, especially with you doing the Airbnb thing, dude. With the two, yeah, the all Airbnb the gas thing, that you're driving down to there, you could the two houses. Them. I bought another damn house this year. Still paid five hundred dollars back. And so Tessa and I are like, shit, we're about to set up the LLC, get it all going for the the Airbnb. What? So it's a lot to educate yourself on. But I mean, honestly, you have the tools. You have Google. And you have a smartphone in your hand, most of us out there. Um, so it's just going about and, uh, you know, putting forth the self-discipline to spend your time doing that other than playing, like, video games or watching TV. And Wouldn't that be nice, though? God. They play video I'm games. I'm sorry, yeah. Wouldn't that oh, be I know. Stuff? I mean, it's nice to look back at the good old days and think, damn, wouldn't it be cool to be just playing Call of that Duty right now, eating some nachos and chilling out. And we talk about uh, it'd be nice just to... Be cranking on some tires, changing some tires. If you didn't have somebody yelling in your back, like, get this shit out of here. Yeah, it's been in here 10 minutes. so much fun. And so, like, right now, uh, with doing buses, it's turned into a lot more, um, especially with the discount tire culture and that kind of like having that, that principle as like a foundation for um, how I work. Um, so, we're, I'm in the process of also doing like a mentorship program. Um, which is basically like discount tire and, and young guys come in and just want and just want to work hard and I teach them the things that they can use to um, ideally make money in the future. So I can teach electrical and carpentry and, and fine carpentry and plumbing and a lot of the basic things so that when these guys push come to shove they need to make some, some money they can uh, have like a little side hustle of doing a little electrical job and and doing well, a little plumbing thing. It's 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 a trade. It's like a trade school. Like yeah. trade jobs are in high demand right now, and not a lot of people know how. Like carp- basic carpentry skills or electrical skills. Plus, like think about too, and Clay, in your standpoint, like changing tires, you will never have to pay AAA or a tire t- <laughs> a, a tire service to come and change your flat tire. Mm. So if you learned basic electrical or plumbing, you wouldn't have to shovel out five hundred dollars because your sink's leaking. Yeah. Speaking of which. We had a uh, our we had a septic tank and or not I'm sorry we have a septic tank here but we have uh, city plumbing in um, sewage in in Florida and I was like man we're taking a bath or something in our Florida house and like no shit from the wax ring under the toilet it's like the gasket that seals to the floor water would start leaking from there and I'm like what's going on and it's because our drains were backed up. 
So then luckily my neighbor, he's got a drain snake. So we like do that whole ordeal um, down the drain, but it doesn't get it. The, the, uh, the clog is actually right past our clean out, which is outside our plumbing clean out to the main sewage line. He luckily had the tool. If I was to call a plumber, it's going to cost like $600 for them just to come clear that drain. What did I do? Undid my clean out cap, took that damn, and yeah, it was nasty people, but it is, it's a fact of life. Clean the clog out, save myself, like didn't spend a fucking dime. Tesla's like, you just call, call a plumber. And I'm like, shit, if a plumber can do it, a simple job like this, this is a simple job. Yeah. Not saying that plumber's job are easy. Shit. If there's anything I've learned about like doing the house and probably you with the bus too. Trades jobs are not easy, and they take freaking skill. Um, oh, for sure. I mean, they're like once you understand how everything works. Yeah. It, it. It. I think it is pretty easy. Yeah. Oh, it makes sense. Um. Yeah. I mean, like it under. It, um. It makes sense, and it's like not as intimidating as the first go about. But I think the part that's a little bit deeper that gets very skewed in that story is that six hundred dollars that you would have to pay somebody else to do if you didn't have the courage or the know how to to try to figure it out yourself. Back in the day, I would have to work 40 hours or a full week at Discount Tire, yes. 50 hours, mm-hmm. just to take care of that accident. Yep. So yep. now that I have this knowledge to do things, I don't have to worry about that extra 600 bucks. You just saved yourself a shit ton of time from a working perspective of yeah, what it would take. Yeah, that's a whole week. Yeah. Dude, when I started Discount Tire, it was $500 a week, full time. That, that's the same mentality I had like going through college. Like, cause I had to pay for everything myself. You get a burger, ten dollars. Get Shit. a burger. It's like, man, that's an hour and a half of work. Oh my god, or an hour of work. Whatever yeah. it was yeah. my pay rate was, <laughs> dude. That mentality is what made me like was able to get through college, and I credit a lot of that mentality is why I like ended up in the financial profession and know so much about like finance and that area and economics is because I had to educate myself on how finances worked and how like scarce money is and economics is just the study of scarcity really boils down to so that's why i credit all of my like where i'm at right now because i had to like grow up paying for everything myself paying for college by myself and like living that life of yeah. like oh man i gotta like make it i gotta make ends meet even when i can't make ends meet like i gotta figure out a way so that's pretty interesting yeah i'm just sitting here thinking because i mean we got to wrap this up, Clay. I know you got to go. Um, Caleb, I'm so glad we got to do this with you. I mean, you, you've been one of the guys that we wanted to talk to for one. You're so interesting. Honestly, there's so much more that we could yeah, talk I was, about. Yeah, I was with just saying, there's so much more. To you know, I think, be, I think it'd be interesting to do this a couple months, a few months oh, yeah. down the road, or you know, half a year from now, get you on again and see like when I'm homeless without a job. <laughs> Let's hope not. Um, see where you and at. see where your business is going, yeah. man. I think it's crazy. You've gone from working discount tire. Quitting, liquidating everything, going out, and now you're literally turning into like this entrepreneur that's like found this this need and this skill that you've got, and um, you know I think it's badass. And from what we talked about earlier, dude, just super proud of you, super happy for you. Um, thank you, thank you. I, it is so badass, and you've got a great family. For if any of you to go and follow, um, super cute young young boy and, and um, young young daughter as well. They're freaking awesome. So. Uh, Ella Rose, man, she's turning into dude. Death. She looks like a little, yeah, she's so cute. Milo, yeah. you said he's just been going wide open. I've been, I watch all your stories with him, so dude, he is rowdy. It's good to just see you guys progress as a family, man. It's crazy to sit here and think of like where we were like four, five years ago of like 
just working oh our God, asses dude. off. But thank goodness, right? Because oh, I couldn't picture it a different way yeah. being anywhere else. You imagine where we might be at from like five years from now. Like you'll be 34 and we'll be 30, what, 31? Yeah, exactly. You imagine it, like. That's what motivates me too. Holy crap. It it's, like a, yeah. it's like a completely different life and that was only five years ago. Right. And that's another reason of like, man, this is just like our own personal diaries that, that people get to join along with as well. And then Clay and I are so, we say this and we've, I'll say it again too. We are so, if you're out there listening, please hit up on our, our direct messages on Instagram, reach out to us. If there's specific topics that you want to talk about, put them out there for us. We're just so interested in making this almost a people's platform, not just, you know, Clay and I, we, we had the vision of we're having great conversations. We're meeting great people that have all these different perspectives. We want to hear your per- perspective. We want to hear what you're interested in, what, what you're going through. Um, share it with us. I want to have a bunch of you people mm-hmm. on, um, actually, in fact, and, and just keep it going. Cause you, you see all the Joe Rogan podcasts, which uh, great podcast, um, but it's all it's uh, it's famous people. It's people that's made their name that get to go on there and and share their perspective. But what about the average man? The average, the average man, woman. the average person. They have yeah. so much of the same similar interesting stories. Caleb is somebody you'd walk by on the street. He's now made a schoolie. He's starting a business. Like you just said, where are you going to be in five years? Who knows what you could build it into in five years? And and we're sitting here just talking to Caleb five years before that ever happened, right? So. I just so interesting. It, I, it just it is going to be awesome. It's, it's, it's motivating. It's so great. Yeah. It's, it's 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 awesome. So thank you. Anything specific you want? Oh, Caleb, go ahead and plug uh, anything you want to plug. Like your your. Uh, oh yeah. So if anybody needs anything, um, you can hit me up on Backroad Purpose, whether that's Instagram, YouTube, Facebook. Um, just search that, and I'll pop up, and I'm on there regularly, like everybody else in the world. Um, and yeah, just uh, anything I can do to help or any kind of insight that you possibly need. I think I've experienced a good amount of things that I would love to share and give as much insight as I possibly can. So yeah, hit me up. Yeah, yeah. awesome. Anything you want to leave the people with, Clay? Nope. Go follow us. Go rate us. Go share our podcast and our Instagram. We love you. Um, that's all I got. Keep tuning in. I'll say it one more time. Five stars. If you don't, you bitch. Woo!